Welcome to today's Spirit and Truth Worship Center podcast. My name is Sharia Brown, and it is a joy to be with you today for another great devotional. I hope you're doing well, and I hope since the last time we were together, you have been practicing thankfulness day to day. I hope that you've been saying out loud or writing down or thinking on the things that you're thankful for because there's nothing like reflecting on the goodness of God to lift our spirits and to make our days better and brighter. My title today is Don't Give Up. Don't give up. And I'll be reading from Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, the New Living Translation, and I'm going to jump right in if you're ready. Therefore, Since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. I love this passage of scripture. It's so rich with meaning, and I'm going to be tying in pieces from this passage into my thoughts today. And more than anything, I hope you leave feeling encouraged and uplifted. I hope you know today that you are not alone. I hope you know today that you have everything you need to make it to that finish line if you don't give up. And the finish line that I'm referring to today is making it to heaven, living the life that God has called us to live so that we finish our our race here on earth and we make it to heaven. I have a few things that have been on my heart that I've written down and I hope It will become tangible tools that you can use when you feel low, when you feel discouraged, when you feel like giving up. And the first one that I want to share with you is don't overcomplicate the gospel. I think so many times we can disqualify ourselves from the race because we make everything very complicated. We start comparing ourselves to others. We start complicating our view of Christ and what it means to be a Christian, and it drifts further and further away from what God has called us to be. So don't make things complicated within your own life. And one way that we can remove complications is by stripping off everything that weighs us down or slows us down, as the verse began with, and it states especially the sin that so easily trips us up. If there's any sin in your life, we're all human. Sin simply means to miss the mark. So when you have those days that you miss the mark, 
We need to readjust and don't let it trip us up. We need to strip off anything that we know is holding us back from doing what God is calling us to do. And I think one of the saddest things to me is when others view themselves in a way that takes them out of the will of God, that disqualifies them to finish the race. When it doesn't come from God, it doesn't come from their church family or community. It comes from their inner voice, or it can even come from the enemy, and it removes them from this race. Don't let that happen. The second point I have is do what you know is founded on sound doctrine and in a circle of wise counsel. So connecting with our first point, we can overcomplicate things. Stay rooted in the word of God. Stay founded in what God's word is for you day to day. Do the simple things and that will lead to a great outcome. It's kind of like a diet or nutrition. There are so many different opinions that can overwhelm you, right? Is it the Mediterranean diet? Is it the keto diet? What kind of diet fits my body? I'm this shape. I'm that shape. Oh, that didn't work for me. And so often we become discouraged from having a healthy lifestyle because there's so much information that confuses us. It becomes too complicated. So we just throw it all to the side and we live how we want to live. And I think that this is amazingly mirrored in our spirituality as well. Sometimes we become so overcomplicated with this song and dance of trying to figure out what other groups are doing, what other believers are doing, how I think someone should act or what I think someone should do. And we need to really stay so rooted in the doctrine of the word of God and do those things we know to be true. Are you reading your Bible every day? Are you talking to God every day? Are you lifting up your heart and worship to God? Are you staying connected to a church body and wisdom in your church family? Not the wisdom of men, but are you staying connected to your pastor? The Bible talks so much about the need and necessity for community with God, with others. And unfortunately, we live in a time of isolation And I'm not just referring to the current circumstance of COVID, but in general, we live in a time where technology and many different components and ways of living have just stripped us down to where we can easily drift off by ourselves. We can easily isolate. We can easily stop responding or stop showing up. And we choose to just take a different route. And that is not living the best life that God has called us to live. You were created to be in relationship with God and with others. So stay founded in that. Know that you need to be surrounded by wise counsel of those who are listening to God and those who are doing the same thing you're trying to do to follow after God. I think connected with that is keeping our eyes on Jesus. This verse talks about We're keeping our eyes on the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. There's a beautiful old hymn that says, Turn your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim. And I think it's so beautiful of an example. But when we focus on Jesus, everything else that maybe seems sparkly or attractive to us, it starts to dim out a little bit because we see the greatness and following after Jesus. 
and that it's truly the best way to live. I love that it says he's the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. So when you're going through different seasons, you may feel weary, you may feel like God's testing you, or you may feel like others are testing you, the world is testing you, and you know what? You may be right because he's perfecting us. I always take a step back when I'm feeling that feeling of what's going on. This is a lot happening at once. Am I supposed to be learning something during this season? And oftentimes, and almost every time, the answer is yes. There's something we can learn from every season as we're running our race. And Jesus is perfecting our faith. He's perfecting our walk with him. And if I feel like someone is trying my patience or, you know, they're trying my spirit and they're pushing me in a certain way that I know, okay, I want to respond in a negative way, I check myself and I say, you know what? He's perfecting me right now. He's working on a rough edge. And so know that this journey, this race, God is not just letting you run it, but while we run it, he's perfecting us. He's making us better. He's making us more like him. My next hopeful point is to not become distracted. There are so many distractions that can knock us out of the race. So many things can lure us off to the side or distract us for a moment and then that moment turns into years where we've been off of our course and we're not running the race that God has set before us. So don't allow certain things that come up to distract you, like your career path, like relationships or isolation like we mentioned earlier or offenses and that leads me into another verse Matthew 24 10 through 13 I'm reading from the New King King James Version and this verse is talking about the last days and if you're reading in the news and you're paying attention to all of the things going on in our world today You know that Jesus is coming soon. And as believers, that shouldn't frighten us. We shouldn't be worried. We should be encouraged because this is the church's moment to shine bright. This is your moment to do all the things God has called you to do. But we need to make sure that we are aware and paying attention to these signs. And we need to make sure we're not distracted or that we don't fall into some of these traps. Matthew 24. It's talking about the last days and it says that many will be offended. Many will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive. And lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold. But he who endures, there's that word again, to the end shall be saved. Before I move past this verse, I want to touch on that spirit of offense because I feel like we guard ourselves from so many other obvious vices within the spiritual world. And often this one is so easy to pick up and the spirit of offense can so easy knock us out of the race. It can so easy take us away from God's presence, from the plan that God has for us. It can take us away from God's people So be aware of this. The spirit of offense, right, can come into our hearts and we don't even know that we picked it up. 
So if that trap is near you, stay away from it. Realize that this is a sign of the last days. And I feel like now it's become almost entertainment. Who can be offended the quickest? How many comments of offended people are online? How many times can we complain or critique or find something wrong in a situation or with someone else? That is not the goal of a Christian. The Bible talks about a Christian not being easily offended. And this is a part of us perfecting our faith. This is a part of us perfecting who we are meant to be in Christ. So if you've struggled with that, our first beginning verse talked about, you know, taking off everything that weighs us down. Offense can weigh you down. Then I pray today that we release it. Any hurt, any offense in our life, it's not worth keeping us out of this race that God has set before us. And I'm going to end by focusing on this word, endure. I thought about titling this podcast, Endure, or He Who Endures to the End, She Who Endures to the End. But that word kind of sounds a little cringy. It sounds really intense to endure something. Sounds a little painful. And you know what? It is. How many of you know that this life we live will be filled with pain? It's filled with suffering. There's things that we're going to have to go through. And this is part of the human experience. But the beauty is we have a promise. We have a book that gives us the plan for our lives, the Holy Bible, that sets before us this race and lets us know that the finish line will be sweeter than anything that we endure in this life. So the word endure is a verb, and a verb is an action. It's a state of being or an occurrence. It's a choice. You gotta make a move, right? So a verb is a nice addition to who you are. It's not a pleasant thought that you have. No, it's a choice and an action that you have to make to push through. The definition is to suffer something painful or difficult patiently. How many of you have been there where you're going through something painful or difficult and you're trying to be patient? but you don't know how much longer you can take it. If it continues, you're enduring. You are enduring. Some of us might feel like we're enduring COVID, right? Some of us feel like we're enduring maybe friends or family members at times or a work environment. You might feel like you're enduring it. You might feel like you're doing everything you can do to be a good Christian, but it's getting hard. Keep pushing, keep making that choice. Keep taking that action. You're on the right path. Jesus endured the cross. How beautiful is that? That's where we pulled from our Hebrews 12 passage. He endured the cross. He faced so much pain and suffering and misunderstanding from those around him and ridicule because he knew that what was on the other side of that pain and suffering of that cross would be greater. And because of that, because he endured, we have the freedom today of salvation. We have the peace and the love that we can access through the blood that he shed on that cross. If you can endure, if you make a choice every day that you're not going to give up, you're going to stay connected to the church. You're going to stay connected to the word of God. You're going to do the right thing. And when you mess up, you're going to wake up the next day and you're going to try again. When you make that choice to endure, you will make it to that finish line. Don't give up. 
going to pray for you now if you would close your eyes with me. Thank you, Jesus, for this word today. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy in equipping us with everything that we need to complete the race set before us. God, I know that we all have different paths and different journeys, but we are one as we press towards the mark of the high calling, as each of us strive every day to make it closer to heaven. And I pray, God, that you would continue to cover our minds with your word. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to keep heaven in mind. I pray that you would help us to not forget our calling, to not forget all that you want us to be. But let us push every single day and endure every single trial, any bumps in the road, so that we can make it to heaven together. Thank you for your people. I thank you for what you're doing in their lives. And I pray, God, that you would be with us as we come and go. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.